Hi everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse. This is the DC Comics podcast from the Mailfuzz Network. I'm Pierre, and I'm joined as always with Matt. Yeah, I'm brightest day, blackest night, all that jazz. And the ginger here, escape from the Speed Force once again. Connor's here. I've made it yet again. Yes, yes. We'll be here next week though, because he's moving house and yep. is doing without internet, despite assuring me for months that it wouldn't be an issue. Aye. Yeah. Not actually an issue for this podcast that much because Matt's still here. It's a TV yeah, stuff. It's just everything else. Yeah. Uh, it's everything else. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, comics and all that stuff. We had a lot of stuff this week. We got, I think, man, nine books this week. Nine. Yeah, nine. nine nine's the new six. You see, he's killing my wallet, man. I have $45 yeah. worth of books this do, week. Do you, you know what's really bad as well? Fucking Brexit drove up my prices this week. <laughs> my comics went up 50p an issue, like each. Good lord. 50, that's like... <sighs> so you know. all you Americans listening to this, let's lo- use it as a lesson, because my comics go up because you voted for the wrong jerk. And let me let me just say, <laughs> I feel both of them are jerks. You vote for the wrong one, and my comics go up, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, I wasn't happy when I went into the shop, and they were like, that much more a week later. I was like, God yeah. damn it. Mm. Oh, well. But we had some new books this week. We had Batgirl issue one, and we had Red Hood and the Outlaws Rebirth issue one, as well as we'll also be discussing Detective Comics 937, Action Comics 960, Wonder Woman issue three, The Flash issue three, Hal Jordan, The Green Lantern Core issue one, Nightwing issue one, and Titans issue one. That's all coming up on this week's show. Yep. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Going to start with the new stuff, and that's starting with Batgirl issue one, which is uh, written by Hope Larson and art by Raphael Albuquerque. So, we were looking forward to this. Yep. It's safe to say. Um, I liked it a lot. I think one of my concerns got into this. Now, I had no uh, preconception of Hope Larson. I've never... I read, uh, what was the thing? Started a couple of months ago. Um... Got the Goldie Vance. Uh. It, it left an impression on you because you. I read yeah, the first yeah. issue and it was actually it was it was pretty good, but I just didn't get around to get going back to the next one yet. Okay. But it, it was pretty good. I mean, it's fair enough that me and Matt don't know what it is because we never read it. But yeah, I remember talking about her when uh, we did our rebirth, the first episode or episode zero, whatever it mm. was. Yeah, yeah, the WonderCon, yeah. Yeah. So, and I remember she does like super independent, not super independent, but really independent. Stuff. Yeah, so that's what this was. It's good they've brought her into the fold to write superheroes. Yeah, I, I, so I had no idea sort of what to expect from her. Obviously, Albuquerque, you know, read a lot of American yeah. Vampire and various other things. It's, it's good to have an Albuquerque Batgirl cover that doesn't cause a stir. So that that's much. A point. Yeah, let's not get into that controversy. Oh no, we? I'm just saying yeah. it was just it was. I had friends that said they would never read Albuquerque again because of that thing and. Uh, I'm just well, glad that he's on a full-time book. Well, those people are missing out on some fantastic That's storytelling. So Exactly, because the art in this book, uh, not trying to dive ahead too far, but the art was strong. Yeah, no, the, art, the art's great. It's incredibly consistent. Um, everything sort of pops. Uh, I, I don't think, like, Batgirl, Barbara Gordon, almost the entire issue is either smiling or smirking or... Um, and I, I enjoyed Batgirl and the Birds of Prey last week. I, I really did. The art was a big issue, obviously. The art's the thing that jumps up dramatically here. Um, but, like, 
Well, in that issue, I had a constant problem with the mouths looking weird. Like, that was my main yeah. hang-up. And then this week, Albuquerque, like, constantly, the mouth was on point. Normally, I don't pay that much attention, but because last week, the mouth in the previous Batgirl book was kind of weird, <laughs> this week, I was like, ah, oh, this is some quality mouth work right here. There's smirking, there's smiling, there's all sorts. So, there's, there's pondering. I'm looking at a pondering page right now. She's pondering. She's got her... She's like, hmm... What, what shall I have for dinner? That's not exactly what she's saying, although she does want food in about a minute after that. But, yeah, uh, you know, so I'm just, I'm praising the mouth work. I mean, yeah. it's, the, it's the small subtleties that make it, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, it, is. it does, yeah. and Albuquerque nails expressions, yeah. uh, and that's what I've learned from from reading his other works, is always, always reading American Vampire, him and Snyder would work together, and you would know exactly what those characters were thinking, even without the dialogue or anything. You know, I'm looking at the page right now where stomach rumbles. Which, by the way, yep. I love that Batgirl uh, gets hungry and wants to chow down. Um, yep. not, not that, Although nothing's... her choice in food in this issue is a bit questionable. Oh, well, me. yeah. She's, really? She's, yeah. Well, oh. I, I'm not a sushi guy. Or, I mean... You're not, you're not down for some octopus? No. Nah. God, no. No. Nah. So, yeah, I've never had octopus, but squid's pretty damn good. So, I mean... Yeah, but... Everyone who loves squid always says why they like calamari, and of course it tastes good. It's fried. Oh no, I mean like squid chunks, like in like paella and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you're never okay. you you're never getting me to try squid either. So oh, squid's damn good. So no, I, I am not approving of her choice, but um, nothing's more so, endearing than a girl who wants to chow down. So. Um, but no, no, art's very good. Uh, I think the tone's great. I think one of the obviously the thing we didn't like. Well, at least me and Matt didn't like um You were into a little bit more of it, Connor, I think. But what we didn't like about the last Batgirl sort of run, you know, the whole Burnside thing, was they made her too juvenile sounding, I think. Yeah, they did. As well as all the... too hip. And a little too yeah, hip with the text stuff, like, you know, QR codes, constant uh, face page or whatever they were calling their Facebook and uh, <laughs> Blitter or whatever they were calling Twitter. You know, they had their fake versions of everything that they were constantly dropping. Uh, they had their Instagram that was very, very featured. Yeah, well, all of that's na- happily gone. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying she never uses her phone. I mean, she should. She's a tech wizard. She's, you know, she's Oracle. She's- well, yeah, she has a company now. It's, uh, what is it, Gordon Clean Energy? Yeah. Or something? <laughs> yeah. Which I, I thought was weird having not kept up to date with what was going on but you know she should still keep tech yeah. relevant but well, i do like that they're not using it as a crutch how it seemed last time no i think like the whole thing with her having her own company makes complete sense to me like not not in the sense that she's away and running it but the idea that she's smart enough that she can just set up a company on the internet <laughs> yeah and like have it going like that ties into what oracle could do and always has been yeah. able to kind of do so uh that, that's all fine for me as for the plot so she's in japan uh, in this issue, she's tra- she's going to be travelling around Asia uh, as a whole yep. through this arc, it seems. And she runs into an old childhood friend that she's not seen in a few years uh, called Kai. Yep. And from, from her days in Chicago. Yeah. And they sort of sort of reminisce a little bit. And uh, Batgirl's in Japan uh, in the first stop on our trip to meet... What's, what's the name? Is it Fruit Bat? Yep, the Fruit Bat. The Fruit Bat. Uh which, quirky, but not too quirky. No, I I love when DC does this. Like when we get the the Great Ten, mm. the the Chinese Justice League. Like I just love seeing different cultures take on superheroes. 
And this felt very Watchmen-esque in the way that it's just a lady that donned a suit to go fight bad guys. Yeah. You know, there's no mystical thing around here. I don't think she had superpowers, you know. So, but like the whole history on her, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it's always really fun seeing these because it's like another level of legacy as well. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, we're, we're all suckers for legacy in this universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the fact that Barbara's such a nerd for her was cool. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, that ties into her beyond, going beyond Batman, you know, so... Yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, I like that she's like, I used to be in a wheelchair too. I like that line. Yeah. When she brings yeah. that up. Uh, cool little moments there. Uh, one thing the book does throughout, which is weird, it swaps narration boxes for thought bubbles. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Yeah. I mean, I think narration boxes are generally better, and that's why everyone uses them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it did give this book a, a bit of its own flavour, in its yeah. own weird way. Because it, it's keeping that whole... Um, youthful feeling to it yep. you know as strange as it sounds having a bubbly like sort of thing that the text is in compared to a box just helps it feel youthful I think it was okay because it wasn't overdone there wasn't like mm. a shit ton of thought bubbles it's when they're yeah. like in every other panel that it's really distracting it's oh yeah if I you remember go, go back to like golden age and silver age like comics and try and read those with the thought bubbles and the narration boxes yeah Jeez. Yeah, I just I remember Jeff Love uh, saying, you know, narration boxes are meant to be just that narration. They're not the actual thoughts going on in a character's head. Whereas that's what a thought bubble is. It's how they're reacting in that moment to whatever's going on. So it's not preconceived. And that's how I always like in, in in this generation of comics and writers, you don't see the thought bubble as much because I they I do think they rely on the art to show that expression. Instead of, you know, them just telling us what's going on in their head. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason why we don't need as much of that stuff anymore is because the art's better now. Yeah. That's, that's not to insult artists of the past. It's just that, oh, no. it's just that it's advanced enough where there is now an art form of showing the expressions and letting the, the art do yeah. a lot of the acting as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, most artists are working on one book at a time. Back in this golden silver age, they are pumping them out like a sweatshop. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you got to remember, though, the printing capabilities were limited yeah. as well. You know, so yeah. it is, but like Pete said, it's somehow nostalgic while being modern, which yeah. doesn't seem to go, but I guess that's Batgirl as a character. Yeah. You know, so. So plot-wise, uh, some random female villain of sorts tries to attack Kai, because Kai, Kai might not be uh, on the up and up. He might be up to no good, yeah. uh, as Batgirl suspects. And she has a bit of a fight with her, puts on the outfit and all that, and a really fun fight sequence. I like them chasing her through the parade and all that stuff. Yeah, and I, I really like that in the art too, is it sees how Barbara's putting it together, how to, you know, uh, she's going to jump here, and then you see that transition. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so you can follow it as you read. I thought that was pretty cool. I, re- I actually really like her. There's a few times throughout this action scene where there's just like a panel of her face thinking, mm-hmm. Like, there's one where she's thinking her mouse over to the left again. Excellent mouth work. And uh, on the next page, when she sees uh, Fruit Bat, like, fight this this random villain, uh, like, her face of, like, shock and surprise and, like, you know, amazement is just great. It's, like, it's really yeah. fun to look at because it's, like, she's excited, so you get excited with her. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I really like how after you know when she's looking back on what Fruit Bat did and like the um, it's it's like using her memory and it's kind of like faded a little bit. Like the mm. the image is like kind of set into the page almost. Mm. I really yeah. like that touch just to differentiate it as to this isn't happening now. Yeah, yeah. Fruit Bat yeah. does a whole uh, or Morpheus moment where she's like, "Oh, I I knew where it was going. I didn't." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that that yeah, sort of like mentor, you know, uh, role that you get in movies and stuff. But no, that's fun, and that's just what plants the idea in her head to um, go train all that. And we see her pass the uh, the poster for the uh, MMA yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, tournament or school or whatever it is. But no, I, I think is is really just not to jump ahead too far, but there's a really interesting parallel between. This and Nightwing, mm-hmm. with the whole you know the mentor stuff. Mm. So I think it's interesting for Batgirl and Nightwing to be the ones that parallel that nicely. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll be getting to Nightwing in a <laughs> bit. Um, but no, I I really like this, uh, and of course that's basically the end. We 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 see that she's going to be going to Singapore to go to this MMA yeah. thing, and she's invited Kai to come along with her so she can keep an eye on him. Um, yeah. But now I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Like I, I was sort of smelling kind of the whole time. Barbara's yeah. voice seems to be, um, it's not quite the same as what it was before the Burnside stuff. It's definitely keeping a sort of useful spin on, spin on it. But it's a useful, useful spin that doesn't uh, take away from what her character is at the same time. Yeah, when I first started reading it, I thought I was going to get annoyed by it, just because it seems like it's too snappy. Hmm. But uh, it, it was fine as it went on. You get used to it. It's just a different. I get the first few pages or so. It's like it's a little bit to get into, isn't it? Yep. So, yeah. but it all it all comes together again with the art. I can't praise Albuquerque enough, and Larson works very well, and then you just blend into it, and you don't even notice it at the end. So, I'm really looking forward to see where this goes. I mean, I was already down to see her do a tour of Asia, but now if it looks like we're getting a place, an issue or two, you know. So this time she was in Okinawa, next she'll be in Singapore. You know, as she makes her way, I think that can make for some real cool little. They're not one-offs because there's going to be an arc, but I feel like they can be. You know, yeah, each yeah. each issue can have a different flavor. It's just a it's just a shame it's monthly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to say that it's kind of upsetting. I, I'm just... torn. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's such a long wait. But then, but then Albuquerque. Yeah, it couldn't be Albuquerque on oh. every issue if it yeah. was twice a month. <laughs> so. Uh, I'll be interested to see what happens when we get to the second arc. Like, is it the Asia thing, like just the first arc, and then the second arc yeah. will be back in Gotham doing stuff? I think it has to be because uh, Birds, of Birds of Prey said that this was after that first arc, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But I mean, that could still be three arcs if they wanted it to be. They could say this lasted a yeah. while. Yeah, that's true. Well, it was just it was implied in Birds of Prey that this was after her trip to Asia, so we know that she does survive it and comes out different. Uh, it wasn't even applied. It was flat out said. She said that she'd oh, yeah. just get back mm. from her trip. So, um, but no, that's that girl issue one. Uh, really good, really pretty, um, really fun. So, no, oh, that's uh, no good. Uh, so that's uh, I'm a loss for words. Mouth work. Um, I got you. And you're also delaying, so we don't have to get to this next one. I, I kind of am actually. <laughs> I got you because I was upset that I had to read it. But... So. Flipping to another member of the extended Bat family. Um, and this is Red Hood and the Outlaws Rebirth. Issue 1, written by normally. 
<laughs> Normally he shall not be named, but he shall be named this once, and that is Scott Lobdell <sighs> and art by Dexter Soy. And yeah. uh, I will start with positives for this. Now, obviously, we all have our opinions on Scott Lobdell based on stuff he wrote during the New 52. None of us were looking forward to this. But I will start with positives. The art's not bad. Art's quite moody. Well, I was just going to say, I actually quite like the art. You know, like that second page where Batman's standing over him. Mm-hmm. I actually really like that page. The, I, the, cope, well, the cape flays out. I have a very big negative about that page, but I'll get to that in a minute. It's not art-related, though. Uh, oh, okay. The writing of it. Yeah, yeah. It was only 22... These are 22 pages, right? Maybe 20? Yeah. I'm not sure. 20, 20 22. 22, whatever. Yeah. That was my positive. It was over quick. <laughs> ripping off a Band-Aid. You know, it wasn't an extra long. It wasn't like an annual. Um, fair point, fair point. Uh, I liked I liked the art. Art was pretty good for the most part. And I liked how it was all sort of blacks and reds. Still talking about the art, of course. But, you know, that's, that's my points about the art. Um, I, I have one so semi-genuine positive about the writing. Well, I, I've actually got a, a positive about the whole book. Oh, go on. It's a bit of a backhanded compliment, admittedly, but it's a compliment. <laughs> Mine kind of is. Um, it's not as terrible as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's how I got tricked into reading 20 <laughs> issues of this before. That's the same thing as me, yeah. So, like, yeah, it's not as terrible, but it's still not great. And I know you want to get the positives out of the way, but, like... Here's look at him, I feel look him. He can't even Jason hold Todd. it for like another minute. I can't, because here's the thing with Jason Todd. This is just another origin. We got one of these in the last one. Mm. It's like he took his script and just changed a few things. Right, and this was going to be my, my semi-positive. It's uh. just another origin. There's only so much you can fuck up in, in Jason Todd's yeah. origin story. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- this is the thing. It's like not even just the origin. It's kind of like a just previously in Jason Todd's life. <laughs> And yeah, it's like the and whole it's not thing. even. He does nothing to change it. The I love the Winnick, Jason Todd. The only time I've really been able to stand the characters when Winnick was writing him, and Winnick's the one that brought him back. For those that don't know, in Under the Red Hood, and he was basically set up to be DC's Punisher, right? He hmm. toes the line. He has good intentions, but he'll just straight up shoot somebody because that's how he wants to deal with it. I mean, he was beaten by the Joker and blown up, resurrected. And here, though, just like in the New 52, for some reason, he has this issue with Batman where he just wants to please him. Hmm, yeah. And and I feel like if you're looking for Batman's acceptance and you don't have that chip on your shoulder with Jason Todd, then why am I reading it? Because now he's just another Robin protege. And I can read better versions than Damien, Dick, and Tim. It's true. It feels like he should have moved past that with his, you know, when he died, he kind of moved past that. Exactly. And he came back and it was a whole new, fresh start. And yeah. it was for a little bit. Yeah, because the whole, the whole Red Hood story when he first popped up is that was, mm-hmm. the, it was kind of like a revenge work, thing. You know? you know, it was, yeah. It's like, I don't need you anymore. Yeah. But now and it's that's... like, yeah. what's the point? And that's the Jason Todd I like to read. And I got fooled into reading thinking that was coming. And the other Redhead and the Outlaws had some good moments, but they weren't because of Jason Todd. They were Starfire, like, commanding a spaceship. And Arsenal with his quips. And mm. for some reason, wearing a, a baseball hat as part of his uniform. You know, which I, has now become 
code. But here, this was just this could have just been called Jason Todd re Rebirth. And there's two reason there for a reason because it's his story. This is not mm. how like they set up the outlaws. Oh yeah, there's no outlaws. The mission's gonna be, you know, this is just his origin, like Connor said. Yeah, there's there's zero even hint of the outlaws in this. Yeah. Which you know what, like the whole origin thing, like like a lot of the rebirths have been very sort of like recappy of like histories, mm-hmm. and I think that's fine. I think this one's more guilty of it than the rest, though, because I feel like seventy to eighty percent of this is just like the backstory, the backstory, yeah. the backstory, which wouldn't be that much of an issue. It's just I don't know, but I want to get some specific points that I didn't like. Right, mm-hmm. Car, Car, you mentioned the the page, like he's he's still in the tire off the Batmobile, and um, we got a page where Batman catches him. Batman's dialogue. I want you to just imagine in your head. Let's play a game. I want in your head to imagine the voice of Kevin Conroy. Or maybe even imagine the voice of Christian Bale. Or mm-hmm. hell, even Ben Affleck. Whatever. Pick, pick your Batman, right? Pick one of those Batman. Adam West. Not Adam West. Not Adam oh, West. I can, I can see it as Adam West. Not Adam West. He, he doesn't fit this. But pick, mm-hmm. listen to Kevin Conroy in your head and listen to this voice. And this read this line in his voice in your head. Well... You do realise that's the Batmobile, right? Yeah. Imagine Kevin Conroy saying that in your head in the Batman well, voice. And that's who I read. When I read Batman, that's whose voice I hear. Is Kevin Conroy. It's just, it's automatic anymore. And in fact, I kind of creeped him out at WonderCon by telling him that. So, you know. Um, wait, how did yeah, you, like, how did, wait, Matt, how did you phrase it? Yeah. Kevin, I hear well, voices I in like, my head and they all sound like you. <laughs> <laughs> I just said you're you're my Batman, and when I read the books, I hear your voice with every time. And he kind of gave me this look, like he was honored, but also like, all right, sign and go, move, move along. Uh, it's probably like, wait, what, what, what does the voice tell you to do, Matt? Yeah. I, think, I think it was that you were probably like the three thousandth person to tell him that that day. Exactly. You know, but he was still very gracious and nice. But I just, it was a subtle look that I caught. You know. Is that but how you yeah. say three thousandth? I, I, I've never, I've never, actually, because I've never had to say like three thousand. I've never had to say before. Because so I was thinking in my head, should it be third thousandth? Like you know what I mean? Like I mean, probably no, not. No, no, it's got to be three. No, because that would be like three thousand and third. You know, like yeah. if it's three, three, three zero zero three. I don't, I don't know. I just, Anyways, I've never, I've never heard anyone say three thousandth before. It's, it's so. not often you need to say. No, it. usually it's, it's like first, second, third, maybe fifth. 10th maybe and then you're that's you you're capping out a bit there anyway uh, so that moment I think Batman's voice there is just completely fucked up like I I can't imagine any like proper version of Batman phrasing that that way but but the cape looks cool so it's fine (laughs) that cape is Uh, baller man right and and after they have a little fight right uh, this is kind of an art complaint, but it's, it's not so much that the art is bad. It's just that they've got something. They've, they've got Batman doing something that I never expected to see Batman doing, and that is sitting on the hood of the Batmobile with his legs almost crossed, eating fast food. Like, I get Jason He's a sitting billionaire. Like that. All right, you don't sit on the hood of cars and eat fast food. <laughs> like, just, I just—he's more dignified than that. Like, I yeah. don't have a problem with Batman eating. Although seeing him eating the costumes a little bit weird, just because he's not kind of. Well, I, I get it. This is a street tough that, you know, he's trying to break down. Like, like so. I, I can picture Batgirl, I can picture Nightwing, I can picture almost most superheroes well, grabbing a bite 
while they're still in costume. But Batman doing it feels weird. I can see it. He always does it with the cowl down, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Pulls the cowl down and then grabs a sandwich. Clearly, you've never been to a Comic-Con where someone is cosplaying as Batman going to the food court. (laughs) That doesn't count. That doesn't count. (laughs) But no, I, I totally get what you're saying. It's... It's just it feels off, just like everything that the writer who can't be named writes. I, I do it have to give it a little off. bit of credit though. He did Where? have Batman smile at the end. Yeah, yeah but, I agree. Uh, the page, a uh, couple of pages before the the one we're just talking about. I, I went. No, I, I went no, past but that he has some. Uh, are you hungry? With a smile, like yeah, this kid just tried to whack me with a tire iron. I'm gonna feed him because <laughs> that's how you keep strays. Is you keep feeding them. <laughs> Like, if you got a better idea of how you do it, well, no, you just go, you come with me, and then you surprise them by taking them to Big Belly Burger, which I assume that's what it was because that's the go-to DC. Yeah, that, that's just, I, I don't know if I can make out. Yeah, doesn't look like it is, but so we find out that Jason, when we thought he was shooting like the mayor or something, whoever he was shooting, I think it was the mayor. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out he was just actually putting an antidote in him because he was infected with some sort of toxin or whatever. And he's actually secretly not been killing people. He's just been using harsher methods. So Batman's going to kind of trust them to look into whatever he's investigating. Um, but if he see, catches any whiff that there's been any fatalities, uh, he'll be in to deal with uh, young Jason there. Um is it safe to say that none of us are reading the next issue of this? Negative. You can pay me. Although, if you do want to pay me, hit me up. There's <laughs> my Twitter. It's right there. Other side. Other side. Look at me. Right there. If you want to pay me to read it, I gladly will. I love how your integrity just completely shits the bed <laughs> if someone well, is willing to pay you. If you're going to pay for the cost of the book to have me read it, then yeah, it's not coming from my bank account. Here's so, the thing. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You need to pay me to read me. You need to pay me to read it, but you're probably going to have to also pay me maybe. I'll read an issue for twenty dollars. Wow, my my fee is only ten. So, right. You know. Here's the thing. I'm gonna read the first actual issue. Oh, just yeah. because. No, here's the thing. I want to know what it's like with the outlaws. Yeah. Like this. This That's gives me fun. no indication of the book itself. The none and, because I was I was told Bizarro was in there and Artemis yeah and there's exactly. not even any hints of of a cloning facility he needs to check out or or some the, rogue Amazon nothing oh my god uh, uh, hon are we are we committing here to reading a show no. with us no we are not he is right, committed okay. look uh, the thing is I'm gonna read it because I need to see how it is and this wasn't actively awful enough it was just bland and boring but i can't promise i'll have it done in time for the recording when i with all the other books oh no no, no. you need to cut if you're going to read this we need to get your <sighs> thoughts on it like that, that's <laughs> tell you what all right I'll, 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 I'll take the bullet i'll right. do the one issue just yeah, to yeah, yeah. i'm like not i'm not team. saying you need to do that every week but for for this issue one you need to do it in time for the podcast so you can talk about it I'll I'll I'll, t- I'll take this bullet. Yeah, that's your punishment actually for missing next week because of your stupid internet. <laughs> is the following week you have to come in and? Oh shit! Is this twice monthly? Oh no, it's not. You're... Sorry, you're right. No. It's monthly. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a month to prepare myself. So I just noticed too that at the the final page 
has Jason putting up the picture of him and Batman, mm-hmm. which again, I feel like he needs that chip on his shoulder, and here he's looking at him affectionately. He's got these really weird daddy issues. Yeah, but he also has the tire from the Batmobile that he clearly didn't steal. So did he take this off another Batmobile? Yeah, he clearly did. Souvenir, right? Uh, just don't don't let Bruce Tim near this because they're gonna fuck if he does. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, that's so in, wrong. in his defense, Batman has souvenirs. Uh, I, I get that. It's not the part of the souvenir, but like that's not he he didn't get to steal the tire. Batman broke it up before it happened. So he just stole another one later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm gonna take this. Uh, you know what? I am I am really hungry. Just to go back to that page of Batgirl where our stomach's rumbling, I ask how I feel right now, and we have seven more books. So All right, let's, that, let's please. The worst of it's over. Now we can get it. Well, not quite, but we can get on to fun books. Yeah. So let's take it on um, to Detective Comics nine three seven, written by James Tenney in the fourth, art by Alvaro Martinez, and. I'm trying to keep a sort of, other than the new books always been at the front, I'm trying to keep a similar sort of structure to the order of the books now, so you're always going to go Batman, Superman at the start, so hence why it's detective action uh, at the start of the show. So, uh, Detective 937, uh, another solid issue, I don't think it's as amazing as the past issue, but no, it's not... but it's showing consistency from Tinian. Oh, absolutely, yeah, I... When I when I say it's not as amazing, I don't think it's actually dropped in quality. I think it's just that oh, this part of the plot's not as exciting as the last issue. So it's because yeah. it's kind of mostly the action stuff, like mm-hmm. moving forward, rather than the the character beats that we've been getting in the last few. Yeah, and that that can still be exciting, of course. But I, I think uh, there was some good good stuff to be had here, though. Uh, so we had Batman uh, being captured by well, what they call themselves again, the Colony. Or was that yeah. the other? Yeah. Colony? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, so he's he's captured, and you've got these two like sort of like runts like going through his utility belt and finding all sorts of random crap, including what looked like a bit of kryptonite, yeah. uh, which which cracked me up. Hobbit's bloodlined. <laughs> really hope that Patch is bloodlined. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure it is. You know what Batman's like. He, he's, he's very considerate, isn't he? Yeah. 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 He's he's. I just he's on the ball. You guys know how I feel about Batman, but I really love this page. Just. The never-ending stuff in his utility yeah. world. See, this is where I wasn't sure if you'd love this or hate it. Because it's like, yeah. yeah, sure, they're showing you what's in it, but look how much fucking stuff he has on him. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a running but, joke how much crap he crams on his yeah. utility belt. Yeah. You know, I mean, all the sort of different syringes. Like, come on. <laughs> they're just laid out in a row. It's like six yeah. of them. Yeah. And I think Tinian is self-aware in that. Is that he's like, okay, let's, how can this get ridiculous? Because at first it's like lockpicks and his rebreather, which we've seen, and a, like a laser cutter, the practical stuff. And then you start getting to the different antidotes that he might need at any given moment. Because remember, he wasn't investigating like the Joker or Scarecrow when he got you know attacked. Yeah, these are just, just emergency <laughs> ones. Yeah, but yeah, who, so... who knows what nut job you're going to run into, though? Who knows? Yeah, but... I don't know. If if you're me, fine, Batman. I'm not running around with needles in a pouch because... And that, that's why you're not Batman, man. <laughs> I would, no, I, no, I would keep them in the Batplane or on the Batcycle or in the Batmobile. 
I'm with know. Matt. They don't even seem to have little plastic casings over the needle. They're just like literally exposed. That it, cannot be uh, hygienic. It's nice to know that Matt will still keep the trend of naming everything Bat something if he's Batman, though. Of course. Well, it's like obligation, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't read too much into the uh, syringes not having the things. I assumed they were like, I don't know. Maybe there's little plastic holders inside the utility belt that they actually maybe, come out Maybe of. Batman just doesn't give a fuck about hygiene. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Clearly. Yeah. He spits his tooth out. <laughs> okay. It's not his real tooth. He's put that yeah. in there. It's, it's a Which plan. Means, so in his training, he's had to lose a bunch of teeth, right? Like, yeah, I assume happens. so. So he has a big gap now, you know. And uh, But no, I like that. Again... This book makes me question, not totally question, but my distaste of Batman, because this is what happens when Batman's written correctly, I feel. When you like have this, fun with it. Yeah, because this this takes me back to when I started reading comics and like Deanie had that run on Detective. Yeah, and those were like issues of of the, the cartoon brought to life. Yeah, even even when he did that even when he did a, a hush arc, it was Yeah. It was, was solid really fun. Good. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but yeah, it's it's very tongue-in-cheek. It's not this serious, which I did like a lot of Snyder's Batman, but it always felt so self-serious that it, was, it kind of became a chore to read at points. And here, I can't wait to get to the next page just to see what else is going to happen. Well, the colony's base is called The Cave because they're sticking with this whole batman uh-huh. theme thing. Uh, the rest of the, the Bat family are uh, trudging through tunnels and having their, their banter as they do. And we find out that Tim has used this... So, basically, the, the backstory here is that they were building a subway system in Gotham, but they built it to their own specifications and the trains wouldn't fit, so it was, just, it was easier for them to build another layer of subway system above it. So, yeah. Tim has... I don't know t- why they don't just carve out an extra three inches. I know, you, you, you think it would be, but hey, let's just go with it. And yeah. Tim has used this original underground system that has been completely abandoned to build a private network for him and the Bat family to use in their own little Bat trains. <laughs> it's, it is so Batman, it's not even funny. <sighs> like in Forever, not, yeah, in Forever, where he uses the... He leaves Wayne Tower mm. in that weird pod and he ends up in the Batcave. Yeah. It's like, that is so impractical. And then here you turn it, and it's the complete opposite. It's yeah. it's you know? the thing. It's like it, that's Tim. He's taken something ridiculous and yeah. made it like useful. Do you know what I like about yeah. it though? I like that there is a backstory to it. There was this thing that was already because they're not saying that yeah. they could conceivably build an entire subway system. It's yeah. al- it's already there, and I like that it it'll at least help explain in future bat books. Oh, how does such and such get around the city so quick? Well, they've just established yeah. they've got a, just, just a little shuttle train. Yeah, reckon it's like reckon it's like a a Japanese bullet. You know, where it's like. Fucking that quick! It's just it looks like, like it across the city. It looks kind of like oh. it. So yeah, it does. It's really cool. It's really cool. Along with the belfry, which I also really like, is a base for this team. They're really building yeah. the the uh, the bat locations in Gotham. They're cool. Yeah. Um. So Batman's up and about. He's escaped his cell and he's uh, investigating around the uh, the old base. So sort I of like ducking and diving, and he runs into this complete nerd called uh, I hate this name. I can never pronounce it right. Ulysses? Ulysses. Ulysses, there you go. Um, and he's a total nerd who tries to take a selfie with Batman, and Batman basically breaks his arm for it, uh, as he should. Now, that's Batman in character, folks. <laughs> Notice uh, he doesn't murder him. 
MDK here. That's true. No MDK. No MDK. So this is where we find out sort of the the origin of this whole colony thing is the uh, what's his face Colonel Kane yeah. is basically like he's seen how effective Batman is using his methods, but he's combining it with actual soldiers and killing to yeah. build this unstoppable army, which is cool because the whole idea that they could beat Batman and admittedly in a large number, but the reason why they could beat him is because they're using his own methods against him and. Yeah. Secondly, this makes it ideally personal stuff for Batman because you, you really get it. And like after the the kid shows him the, the footage of like this like bat squad getting in like just snapping necks and shooting people, yeah. and like you, you see the anger in Batman's face like they're using his thing. And it's like per- it's his fault. Yeah, and they're per- yeah they're per- they perverted it. Yeah, that's that's the word I was going to use. They're, they're, yeah. It's perverting his thing, and uh, oh, and there's his uh, arm breaking that I was mentioning. Damn, that's that's fine. <laughs> that is just, yeah, good. Uh, and Colonel Kane comes up and uh, you know blah blah blah. I'm a villain. I'm going to monologue at you, you son of a bitch. Um, love that that man calls him Uncle Jake. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. You know, that's good. And of course, that's when a uh, Batgirl shows up because uh, uh, we didn't mention this, but Tim like tracked them because of signals and shut. You know, yeah. Yeah. whatever you use and. Uh, Kate's basically like, who do you think I'm going to pick your side? Fuck everyone, beat the shit out of them. And that's a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice also we got, a, yeah, we got a teaser about the League of Shadows. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've always just used League of Shadows interchangeably with League of Assassins. Yeah, but... In Begins, it was Shadows, because they didn't want to, you know... Yeah, the Assassin's a bit goofy. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, here, they're two different things. Well, it's not so much that they're two different things. It's the League of the Shadows is like a a higher up rank or a more dangerous rank of the League yeah. of Assassins. Like they're, they're related. It's kind of like a, I don't know regular Nazi police and then the SS, if you will. Yeah. What, what does he say? Like they're, they're used as like a story to scare the League of Assassins. The, the League of yeah. Assassins, yeah. So it's kind of like uh, as Jared put it, uh, the League of Shadows is like the WWE and League of Assassins is NXT. You know, one day you can achieve there. Why don't you explain for the uh, the audience who Jared so, is? So, so Jared's a, a good friend of mine. <laughs> uh, he's in the the Mild Fuzz uh, group, and uh, he's on, also on the Facebooks. That? I was going to say on Facebook. Uh, yeah, on Facebook, and um, yeah, we talk wrestling. You know, and and so it was a very apt comparison that didn't sink in until yeah. he brought it yeah. up. Yeah, wrestling, which oddly right now is going through a rebirth of its own, which is really weird. <laughs> but it, Man, if comics you... and wrestling, it took me, you know, 26 years to realize that comics and wrestling are basically the same thing. They kind you of know? are in a lot of ways. That, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's weird that, because, I mean, not to dive into wrestling talk, but when they did this whole thing this last week, it really kind of felt the same as rebirth. We're like, yeah. the continuity is still there, but it's like, they're fixing things and it feels yep. fresh like what's going on this is weird but yeah I'm, I'm staying the fuck out of this because I've never watched but, a single bit of wrestling in my life hey, there's yeah, some good no. stuff if you want uh, Connor I can point you in the way uh, yeah. easy and easy but anyways no I like so again um, the whole League of Shadows thing I thought was real cool because as far as I know and I'm not a Batman scholar this is really the first that we've gotten of the League of Shadows in the comics because it always just defaults yeah. Yeah, yeah, to Boz and the League of Assassins. Yeah, I can't think of any examples. So it was nice. weird because earlier in the, the, the issue, yeah. you see LOS on the computer. Yeah. And, and you just think. Yeah. And I went to League of Shadows because 
you know, over the last yeah. like, few years, yeah, you kind of that's been ingrained in our minds. What's and then it, I realized that's not in the comics, so I kind of threw it out of the way. Yeah. And that's like, oh. What's really cool about this as well, other than building this mythology, is that it means that, okay, we've got the colony for this first arc, but when we get to the second arc, or maybe not even the second arc, maybe they'll, they'll put them on the back burner for a few arcs, but yeah. this gives us a bigger team of villains to deal with down yeah. the line. Yeah. And that's the first time I've seen Roz in a while, too, because you got to assume that Roz is going to be behind the shadows. You would yeah. think, but, I mean, we'll see. So. Uh, but, no, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, no, I like it's just again, it's detective just being consistently great or good. Yeah. So So it's a really, really solid issue. Um but it's almost like I'm not as impressed because I'm now I'm used to it. But not in a bad way, but it's just right now I expect this. Is, this. this is the standard quality that you expect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and it was it was great, you know. Uh bit more Batman one and a bit more Batman focused in this compared to the rest of the team but that was fine because the last yep. issue was completely team focused and not Batman focused so yeah when he had to uncover what's going on I mean the whole thing of, of him getting out is in mm. character yeah, so, yeah, you know. yeah that and like I said the whole him like finding this perversion of what, his whole legacy yeah. uh, makes it a bit more personal which it's is good, really cool because that adds it, it's, this is like his and Kate's like personal arc yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm looking forward to seeing who's next in that sense. Yeah, because I think I think they did say that like the second arc would be like a Steph arc, and then it'd be a Cassandra arc, and then it would be you know Tim yeah. or whatever. Like we'd yeah. go through them all. Sure, we'll get Clayface at some point. Yeah. Oh. That'll be a weird Just an one. The issue of him <laughs> going on auditions. Yeah. I'd read it. Yeah. I'll yeah be so like nice, nice character pieces. Alright, well, that's Detective Comics. That'll take us on to Action Comics 960, written by Dan Jurgens and art by Tyler Kirkham. And uh, I, I thought this was good. I Actually, I think this is on a similar, very consistent trend. This yep. might be my favourite of the action issues so far. Just for a couple of little things in here that I really like. I think, first of all, it breaks the action up a little bit because the, the fight finally kind of takes a, a pause. Yeah. Because Doomsday decides to... Uh, fuck off although we, we soon realize the reason why he's leaving is because he senses john <sighs> and he's going after him this this is the most compelling doomsday's ever been mm, i agree i think it's so, good because it also adds the emotional you, yeah. you have a reason to care what he's doing yeah because we all know like we're in lois and clark's shoes here well lois and superman different differentiate from the clark that's on the scene but you know we know how that ended and why it's such a threat, and why Superman's going so, you know, there's a sense of urgency to everything he does, and you you can feel that through the story. Yeah, and I I like how the reason why Doomsday senses John is because, mm-hmm. uh, Superman does well in the fight, and John gets so excited that he like he smashes all the Pulls windows. Up the windows. Yeah. yeah, and I like that him using his power because he's excited is what draws Doomsday because he senses that there's another Kryptonian. Yep, um, and he wants to. No, but f- I still wish that Jurgens would backdoor weakness into Doomsday. That's not throwing him into a black hole or to the sun. Uh, or- still we, might, we might get it yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I hope there is because when they reset, you know, to explain to people that will know what Doomsday's origin is, and it's basically he's meant to be unkillable. It's like, ah, man. There wasn't a lot of Lex in this, but I did like Lex basically getting a hard on when he finds out that yeah. how, how Doomsday like is basically a self-evolving to survive everything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Forced evolution. 
Yeah, that's such a Lex thing. <laughs> Which, if I had to guess now that talking it out, I'm sure Lex will come up with a way to defeat Doomsday. That's mm. not. It's going to be something that Superman can't do. Which is going to make him be- line. begrudgingly like have to like put up with Lex for a while. Yep. Yeah. Should lead some good dynamics. Uh, Mr. Oz is still watching the events and he's a little bit more commentary. He's talking about how things are developing quicker than expected. Yep. Now, there's not a whole lot going on with him now. He's just kind of this mysterious figure who's watching everyone just now, but it's really intriguing because I'm assuming he'll come in maybe the second or third arc and we'll see that. Play yeah, out and he's more. got that staff. Like, <laughs> he's just carrying it wherever he's at. He feels the need to hold the staff. Mm. To be fair, if I had a staff like that, I'd never let it go. But just it's to be clear, true. Mr. Oz is watching a lot yes uh, i'm just i'm not saying that he is necessarily someone but yeah. it could be watching. he's a man and he likes to watch things and he's his name starts with i know when a z or z yeah. i said that in american way first there oh <laughs> yeah I was, I was just like oh that's not right the only time it's acceptable is when it's an acronym from an American thing and it, 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 it's intended to say it with a, a Z because it, it makes it sound like something. What's an example? I can't think of it. Like, uh, I, I like uh, Easy Allies who do gaming stuff and their acronym is Easy A because the whole point is that it's Easy A. Alright, yeah. okay, that works. Yeah, like, obviously say Easy A doesn't work, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. So, yeah, that's fair. Weird. But... Is <laughs> it? But anyway, uh, Wonder Woman in this issue. I thought she was a hoot. Uh, I, I yep. thought she was great in the action scene. She looked great. Art was uh, pr- pretty good as well. Uh, and all that stuff. I didn't like the coloring on here. It felt like I feel Tyler Kirkham's art should be brighter. Mm. It did look a little saturated. His art style. Yeah. So it looked. You know, everything was darker, and I get that because it is a war zone because of Doomsday. Yeah, but I thought it it kind of took his art down a couple points. That's, but then you know you get towards the end and they're all out in the green. Yeah, I think it looks really yeah. nice. I think I think yeah, yeah I think that contrast because like you say once it gets out like after they get the sort of destroyed destroyed part of the city. Um, but now there's some good panels in here. Wonder Woman and Superman standing side by side. Some of my favorite sort of fun moments of the issue is when Wonder Woman meets John. Actually, no, before that, when Wonder Woman just finds out that he exists, when Superman's yeah. like, oh, I'm go- he's going after my son, and that, that look in her face, A, good art, but B, just a really fun moment with Wonder Woman, like, son, like, you have a son. Yeah. But all, all the stuff with Wonder Woman interacting with Lois, uh, I thought was really yeah. cool, because Lois being like, yeah, this must be weird for you, because you and this Clark were a thing. Yeah. And I like, I like Wonder Woman sort of like, nah, it actually feels right, oddly. And I, I, you know, I don't know if I should take that as a hint that there's like, this like deep down feeling of the world that was like coming in in some way, but yeah. I- I'm going to yeah. take it as that. I-, I thought that's what it was. It's all yeah. just another one of these little bits. Like, no, look, it's all all right now. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> well, even in Superman, Wonder Woman, and stuff that I got from those arcs, it was like the world was trying to keep Superman and Wonder Woman apart. So it's mm. been kind of there from the beginning. You know, so it was nice that it was addressed here, and I do like what Wonder Woman had said that, you know, yeah, it feels great. Like, you guys are, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. So. And, uh, the whole thing, uh, we were friends on our Earth, it's like, well, we will be too yep. Lois. And then John just looks sneaking on it. And me too? Yeah. <laughs> I love John. Yep. John's quickly become one of my favourites. Yeah, I really like John. Yep. Uh, all, all this the was... anti-Damien. You like him for the right reasons, whereas you like Damien because he's a little shit. Which is why Super yeah. Sons should be fucking amazing. It's it's right. easily the thing I'm looking forward to most yeah. at the minute. 
How, yeah. how are you pronouncing a start date, DC? Uh, get on that. Uh, but no, all of this was really charming. All all this stuff with Wonder Woman and Lois and John, all all really charming and fun. I love that it cuts to uh, Mister Oz watching as uh, Lois asks, "Promise you'll come back," and he says, "Promise." Like I like that it chooses that moment to show that he's still watching. That it's when it's when it's its most intimate. Hmm. It cuts to yeah. Mister Oz. So, uh, but yeah, then Doomsday's coming. We get a really nice silhouette of Doomsday and Wonder Woman uh, charging each other. Uh, yeah. she ain't going to be intimidated and that's her hell that's no her. and that's why I love Wonder Woman because she sees that spidey creature just like okay I got a shield my, my question down. is why the hell has she not got the cool lightning thing in this arc well we'll have to find out well I don't know maybe maybe she'll bring it out at some point in the next issue maybe you know she's making a lot of guest spots as of late because she showed up in Hellblazer mm-hmm. she has her own she has her own book. She's got Justice League. She's here. I, 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 it makes some sense. It's great. I, I think partly it's because it's the whole seventy fifth anniversary. Maybe all the she's just on the mind. Yeah, they've got the movie. You know. Yeah. yeah all the writers have just got her on hey, the mind. More, more Wonder Woman, the better, as um, far as I'm concerned. I do. I have to admit, though, I do kind of. So I seen this on Twitter, and I think I had this thought at one point as well. But I kind of wish that her book, you know, how they're switching between the two stories. Yeah. You know, yeah. issue to issue. I do kind of wish that they just named them two different things and called the second one Sensation Comics so that she, as the third member of the tr- Trinity, had the two books. Yeah. Maybe that'll be down the line. Maybe. Uh, maybe they'll start a Sensation Comics again at some point, but I just thought yeah. it'd be nice. A sensation Detective in action. Yeah. That'd be nice. Would have been nice. But, uh, no, it's uh, Action Comics. Uh, I-, I thought that was solid. If you've been liking yeah. it. I-, I get it some people aren't as into it, but... Um, I yeah. think this is probably the best issue yet, though. As I, I agree. Mm. All right. So speaking of Wonder Woman, um, rounding out the trilogy of, oh sorry, the Trinity, uh, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman issue three by Greg Rucker and back to Liam Sharp for the present day story, Oof. and now I think Batgirl has a contender for or a competitor for uh, best art of the week with mm-hmm. uh, Wonder Woman here, specifically the stuff in the jungle with Wonder Woman and Cheetah. Uh, there's one shot in particular. I say shot. I, I mean panel. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a film guy. What, what can I say? It's um, showing through. But uh, it's where is it? Yeah, there's one where Wonder Woman's completely in silhouette as the sun is setting behind her, and she mm-hmm. is in the foreground. And it's when she says, "I hate you." That is a fucking gorgeous page. Like that is stunning. I love that. I love the one bef- the page before more though. You know that that, that bottom panel where she's uh, one was reached out and she's got a hand on her face, mm. and you you can just see all the emotion on Cheetah's face. And it's just oh, it's so good. Yeah, uh, yeah it's it's really good because a lot of this issue is basically them verbally sparring about their past, and you get the sense of history, and they used to be friends. And I'm not entirely like up on the the origin of Cheetah, but it feels like we're going to get all of it through this anyway, just f- from her like wanting revenge on. The person who made her completely this way, um, yeah. whose name I'm not even going to try and pronounce, quite frankly. Yeah. So <laughs> someone else can give that a go. But uh, so Urs Kataga. There you go. She Urs so Kataga. basically, she agrees that she'll help Wonder Woman get back to Themyscira if she helps, like mm-hmm. full on kill uh, this guy. And we, there's, a, there's a lot of good stuff here. There's almost not a lot to talk about because it is essentially all boils down to that. There's a lot of like um, them running in the jungle, and then some of the followers of Uzabagadaga guy um, 
<laughs> if I had it in front of me, there's I could... Katanga. There's Katanga. There you go. Um, it'll sink in eventually. But like his followers chasing them, and it's like a proper horror movie moment where they're looking proper vicious and stuff. Really yeah. liked all that. Meanwhile, Steve Trevor and his gang of uh, soldiers um, go off because they're tr- still trying to help this village, and they encounter a supernatural storm, which is to do with getting into this part of the Forbidden Jungle where. Uh, what's his face, Matt? Say it again. Urs, I see. I have to Urs, look at him. Urs Kataga. Urs Kataga. Urs Kataga. Um, yeah, him. God damn it, Rucka! <laughs> Are you gonna pull these names out? <laughs> Please, is it so bad to just have a villain called John Smith? Really? <laughs> or just the cheetah guy? Like, just make it simple, right? Like, he turned her into that. But I do, I do like that Wonder Woman's dealing with like lost cultures and civilizations and dark gods that's like that should be her real house so i'm glad that's only taken like three issues to get to that yeah. well two because i was counting the rebirth but yeah i mentioned uh the monsters that the followers of uh no. urza who's katanga i'm just gonna call him urz urzy yeah urzy is uh <laughs> The the page of like it's, it's, there's a couple of panels in the corners, but it's basically a full page spread of uh, one of his followers. Well, two of them, and they they look werewolves almost with those uh, yeah. things mm-hmm. on, and the, hyenas. and they've got the green light from the the green flame that he's holding the torch. Mm-hmm. That's a really not a beautiful page. I just wanted to yeah. praise it. Yeah, and then you got the silhouette down the bottom right. That's just yeah, it's fantastic. Of cheetah. Yeah. Uh, cheetah who's trying her damnedest to give me some sort of weird fetish. <laughs> yeah. you do love cats uh, no I'm not into that whole uh, that whole furry you, you, you're not a furry not a furry business no 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 no. not, not yet anyway uh, I yeah, will say a few more issues my, of this <laughs> my favourite sequence was where Cheetah's trying to to fight being an animal and Diana wrestles her down but not in a like not like she's trying to win but she's trying to calm her down and yeah. then they even share like that emotional moment about, you know, why, why she is the way she is, and how she feels like she's always being punished for being herself. And I just thought that now that was Sharp and Rucka working together, just like Albuquerque and Larson. Yeah, uh, we talked about in Batgirl that just nails the emotion in that scene. Nah, it's uh... that was pretty moving. It's a great issue, and yeah. that, that character yeah. play between them is great. And of course, the cliffhanger at the end is that uh, the colonel that the Steve Trevor and his men were after, who yeah. seems to be working for Uzi, um, yep. uh, is there, and that's kind of your cliffhanger. They find each other, and yep. yeah, I just say yeah again. A shout out to the colorist uh, Laura Martin because yep. it's especially you know when you go from the jungle and you go to Steve Trevor and it swaps from these oranges and greens to these blues, and it's just immediately yep. noticeable. Yeah, and then the greens kind of yeah, fade back in as they get towards this jungly forest. Oh. It's really great. Yeah, it's uh, beautiful. So uh, that's Wonder Woman issue three. Um, need to wait a month now for the next part of this present day story. Yeah, it's all right. Well, we we, we part, get yeah part two of I, I know. Is it's this weird double edged sword thing where I'm like I kind of I wish that the pace was going as quick as the other books, but at the same time we get to keep the artist because of this. It's, the thing uh, is, you do it after every issue because after like the last one, I was like, oh, I want the next one of this now. 
But then yeah. after this, it's like, oh, now I want the next one of this. That said, so yeah. far I'm enjoying the present day story more, but to be fair, that's had two issues compared to one for the other one, so... Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah I mean... Yeah. Uh, so that's Wonder Woman. That'll take us on to The Flash, issue three, written by Joshua Williamson and art by Carmen D. Domenico. And yeah. he's not missed an issue yet, so he's... he's, no. he's uh, in terms of like keeping on these double ship books for the longest without taking a break... Carmine is doing well, so um, I think he is the the top rebirth player so far. Must, must have a tie into some kind of force that gives you speed. Did, did, did he not do at least uh, some of the rebirth issue? He, well, he did. He did. Yeah. This is like yeah. four. Yeah. This is four. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's yeah. uh, true. Yeah. Good point. There you go. Um, yeah. Because just... uh, Vince Skyver did the actual DC rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. He had chunks of that. So this is the first time we saw G. Domenico was Rebirth, Flash, Rebirth. Yeah. Yes. There's yeah. four issues now. And... Yeah. yeah, that's it. He's using the Speed Force to actually draw the art. I think he must be. <laughs> that's the only explanation for <laughs> yeah. it. Still, still looks gorgeous, still uh, wonderful sort of... Uh, I hate to use the word cartoony, but you know it has that kind of fun, playful, um, angled speed to it and it's still very great and of course the yep. colorist is going nuts with the reds and the golds and yellows and shit and all of it's, it's really it's nice. also made me not hate the yellow lines on a suit yeah yeah because it plays with them a little bit more doesn't it yeah yep. just because they come alive even, even on what's his name is his, his new partner um, august august the ones on his suit do it too yeah. which i think is really cool which uh, he doesn't have a, a cool name yet, as he points out himself in the, uh, yes. in the issue. So, last issue ended with the, the Speed Force storm hitting, and we've got this bunch of new speedsters, and some of them are being petty thieves. Flash and August are cleaning up town, and uh, we had one quick panel of the rogues being like, you know, guys, maybe it's time to take a vacation from uh, Central City. <laughs> yeah. Uh, poor Heatwave, too. That dude needs some cosmetic surgery, because he's still all burned up. Yeah. Uh, so the main gist of this issue, though, is that after Barry and August take some of the criminals back to Iron Heights, mm-hmm. they uh, they meet this uh, is it Mina? I want to say. Yep. Uh, who is helping the all the new speedsters train and making sure they're physically okay and it's not affecting them in all sorts yeah. of ways through and, Star Labs too. So that's yeah. And she yeah. herself is also now a speedster, and she has the unique speedster ability. Of being able to tell that there's other speedsters who aren't necessarily showing themselves, because yeah. she's saying that not everyone's actually running about doing stuff with the power. Some of them are actually scared, and when I was so, her and the Flash go to visit uh, a young girl, um, whose name I can't remember and I can't find the page. So, uh, young girl, uh, someone can uh, jump in with the name when they find it, and they go to see her, and she's terrified because she can't stop vibrating. Like her name's she's, Avery. Avery. There you Avery. Go. Yep. Uh, so and they they try to comfort and Flash has this really sweet moment where he like he sits down he's like right this is a trick I always use like count to five and say five things that you you love or whatever and yep. I thought that was a really sweet moment this was Barry getting a chance to because Barry's Barry's always a nice guy like Barry Barry's to yeah. a fault to a fault possibly even more than yeah. Superman to an extent like which, which we talked about this last week where even his well not not here we talked oh, about him Ultron Matt Ultron oh. That's fine. Skype's holding. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we talked about it on 1.21 that Barry's so likable, even his villains kind of like him. Mm. It's true, yeah. So, you know, it is to a fault. 
But yeah. Yeah. I agree. So no, nah, it's a really sweet scene and uh them all running like that page afterwards of them all running together. Mm-hmm. Uh is really, really cool. So yeah. um because it it's even the even the the narration box is uh we'll all run there together. You Do know what's really impressive? You add all these speedsters and speedsters should become less special, you know, dilution. But yeah. It does. It it just feels awesome seeing them all. Do you, do you know what it is though? It's like he's making like uh, Williamson's making characters out of them, and I already kind of like the kid, and I kind of like Mina. Like yeah, yeah, and you like August. Yeah, and uh, yeah, August is cool too. So the 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 they're, they're building a supporting cast, you know, like kind of like he used to have. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, I mean, they're kind of bringing some of those back as well, of course. But like, yeah. you can almost see if they build enough cool characters out of this, we could almost have a Speed Force book, and Flash could get a second book. Yeah. Where we, that. where we follow the like the Flash family that's not Barry, right? You know. Mm. Well, that's kind of they always have had a lot of speedsters between Max Mercury and Jesse Quick and yeah. and you know, but they weren't all Speed Force related, which, and they weren't usually all in one book at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Like, yeah. like well, here's here's an idea. What if like Barry keeps his own double shipping book, right? Mm-hmm. And there's all these new speedsters, but Barry has to go deal with X thing. For whatever yeah. reason, so he, he brings in Wally to train new Wally and this young girl and Mina and yeah. maybe I don't know maybe we get Jesse Quick back or you know like you're describing Detective Comics in Flash form. Yeah. I know, but I want it. <laughs> I want it. Just just tell Barry he has to go deal with some Justice League stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll call it's easy. He has to go out on a date with Jessica. Yeah, I was going to call it Speed Force, right? But you're right. We have Action Detective and possibly Sensation after listening to us. So yeah. this should be called Fast Comics. No, no. Wait. <laughs> well, he, he debuted in Showcase. Yeah, I don't like to call it Showcase. Don't ask me something know. comics. Something comics. Showcase Comics. There you go. Done. See, that's, I don't think that works. Showcase works as like, this is where you want to showcase up and coming thi- like new things. True. It works as like oh, yeah. an apology almost. True. But, Whereas, it's uh, something right. new. Well, Speed Force Comics then. That yeah. works. Yeah, Whatever. But I don't yeah. care as long as it's good. But also, this is, yeah, this is the most also I cared about New Wally. Yeah, that was fun too, yeah. yeah. So, so, because he's, you know, he's still a kid from the streets, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, Iris is hustling the police trying to get information on a case, and New Wally speeds in and steals the file for Iris. Um, which yeah. is the only advancement we get of the whole, uh, was it the black something? The black the hole. Black hole. There you go, and uh, yeah, so that's the one little nudge of uh, advancement. That, but I, I feel like they're going to play out throughout multiple arcs because obviously, yeah. we're th- this arc, which I believe is eight issues long. This is one of the longer first arcs. Mm. Um, yeah. is obviously mainly going to deal with uh, Godspeed, who incidentally uh, gets introduced at the end of this issue. And I like that they took time for this. They really set yeah. up all these different elements uh, of the the Speed Force Cloud and these new supporting characters, and. Uh, so that's really cool. But they really set up the idea that someone came in and killed uh, these like petty right. criminal speedsters. And August looks like he's not having a good day of it. He he might even be dying. I don't know. Probably not. But he, he's he's fucked up. He's been severely weakened. He yeah. looks like he could be, but then you think, eh, speed force. He'll be back on his feet. Yeah, yeah, and he's he was a cop, so he was more adept at dealing with it than these, yeah, you know, thugs were. But that for that image, you get a Godspeed, and he's posed. Usually, I don't like poses. But this one, it worked to the advantage. Yeah. I don't know what it is. You turn that page to that, it's just like, yep. damn, looks good. 
Do you know, yeah. we, can, we can crack jokes about this, like being Power Ranger like, but there's something about the Flash costume where you can do different coloured variations of it and it works really well. This is a white and yep. gold Flash suit and it looks awesome. It does. Uh, so that, that, that's cool. He looks great. And then uh, August says he's using the Speed Force as a weapon. Now, I don't know if that means he's just like firing lightning at people, like we know Barry can do, or if it's something more new and specific. Yeah. I'm, I'm inclined to think new and specific because obviously the the Mina has the the tracking. Yeah. 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 So I'm inclined to think that maybe every single one of these speedsters has their own thing. They've just got right. to discover it. Mm. And so, and Barry might just be able to do them all. If he knows. Which is cool because yeah. maybe that means that these new characters can be unique. If like Mina sticks around, if yeah. August sticks around, I kind of expect one of them to get snuffed by the end of this arc but yeah. but it, it gives a reason for them to be all on a team together as well which yeah. they all have a specific ability yeah. and speed force comics created by uh, comics from the multiverse yeah. <laughs> are you listening dc are you listening? also also just yeah again godspeed is such a cool name for a flash villain yeah it, it, it surprised me that they took this long to come up with yeah. it to be honest yeah same yeah. really did uh so that's the flash flash was great uh wonderfully consistent uh Man, we are far too happy. Let's bring down the tone a little bit. Oh, I know what's coming now. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, issue one. And I didn't hate the Rebirth issue. I thought the Rebirth issue was perfectly fine. Uh, certainly it was the weakest thing I'd read that week, but it was, you know, it was fine. Whatever. doesn't have that honour this week, does it? Nope. <laughs> no, I, I, I felt like Hal, like, beating up this random group of criminals looking for information didn't really amount to much Sinestro goes back to full power oh that reminds me I wasn't here when we covered this did anyone know why Sinestro was all old no because of Mendetti right yeah okay because last I saw him he was young yeah he recaps everything that happened except for why he's old man Sinestro yeah and then also here they drop on us that Sornik isn't a GL anymore She's. I think that happened in the Sinestro comic. Yeah, but like, at least give us a a half a panel, or whatever. You know what? Yeah, give me two narration boxes saying she used to be a Green Lantern, but now for this reason she's this. She actually did what Sinestro wanted to do, and I feel like because I do love the Green Lantern universe, I've just been out of liking it for for a little while now. Mm. But the fact that Sinestro always wanted the yellow to become a source of order within the universe, in this, she's done that. And it's kind of like, well, wait, so he gets repowered and that makes him, like, yeah. evil cackling Sinestro again? Like, And then at the end of the issue, he seems to just want to change his mind and be like, all right, everyone, instill fear. Instill fear. Yeah. Unleash the fear. I don't get it. it. Just, I feel like this is just continuation of Venditti, yeah. whatever he was doing in Green Lantern, whereas Green Lanterns is all new. This stuff. is kind of another New Fifty Two situation, isn't it? Where yep. John's just carried the fuck on and ignored the yep. new changes, and Venditti's done the same. But in this case, though, it's more of a problem because we didn't like the previous. Well, um, yeah. yeah. Well, so... that's why they kept Batman and Green Lantern because they were too consistently well-regarded books, right? Yeah. Both in sales and critically. I d- can't say the same about Green Lantern. I mean... yeah, I, I didn't think it was that highly thought of at all. Yeah, yeah in this iteration, not at all. Um, so yeah, Sinestro monologues about bringing fear to the universe. Hal feels the, the power of fear. 
have to be across, across the universe. Which makes sense. He has a link to Parallax, but then again, yeah. so should Kyle and anyone else who's at Parallax. Well, well to be fair, Kyle's missing in action, yeah. right? Yeah. It's worth it's worth mentioning there is plans for Kale at some point, but he's not one of the Green Lanterns right now, so they're keeping it a mystery. So whatever. Right, the big problem I had with this issue, beyond it just being kind of mundane and not really liking what was going on, is mm-hmm. at the end it almost got interesting. Right, there was a spark of almost interest because we cut to a random point in space. This green flicker of light happens, and the Green Lantern Corps, you know, John Stewart, Kilowog, Guy Gardner, the whole core, Aresia, right. And I was thinking when this happened, oh wait, right, so maybe this could get interesting because this is like flashing back to where they disappeared to. You know, like they're going to explain where they were, we're going to see what was happening during that time that they've been missing for whatever reason. And then Jon Stewart says, I think we're home. Alright, so this is just them magically appearing again. Yeah. Well, this is, it's following on from that uh, Edge of Oblivion mini, isn't it? Yeah, which, but he did the big writing mistake of, oh, boy, that was an adventure. And then now we're just going to move on. Yeah, because I didn't read that many. Yeah. Uh, did I. Right, well, so I have no idea what the hell for that. I built... came out at the same time as, uh, as Poison Ivy. Mm. So I thought, oh, this is going to be a miniseries that stands alone. And no, it just continued whatever their story from Green Lantern Corps was. Yep. Yeah. So I... I, I didn't go on past the first. Yeah, the, 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 them showing up at the end was almost exciting. And then I realized, oh, they just appeared for no reason. And what? I, I just... well, the thing is, there might have been a reason at the end of the mini. We just don't know it. Oh yeah, of there may have been, but like... But like, I don't know, out of all the things you cross over, we've seen, you know, multiple uh, Barry and Wally meetings, you know? Yeah. Show us the end of Edge of Oblivion, and then have them from their perspective. Instead of here, we're on a static camera, if this is a movie, and they just pop into existence. Do you know what's even more surprising? There's not even an editor's note telling you to go read Edge of no. Oblivion. We, we're okay because we know that's where they've been. And uh, if we so, want well, to read that story, I would, we can. I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite sure say we're okay because we're clearly not that okay. No, no, what <laughs> I mean is we're okay that we know where this story took place if we wanted to yeah, go and I suppose, read it. Yeah. But people who are fresh to this and, and haven't been following, there's not even an editor's note to tell them, oh, if you want this story, go and read right. Edge of Oblivion. And that's, and that's where I am as a Green Lantern fan. I want to know what's been going on. It would have been nice... You know, but I've always still had my eye kind of on that thing. That's not every fan. Yeah. You know, so I just yeah. between Green Lantern, which I know is not everyone doesn't everyone doesn't like it as much as I do. You know, I Green Lantern's kind of in shambles right now, and that that saddens me. Yeah, I mean, Green Green Lantern's is much better than this. It's rough around the edges, but there is stuff to enjoy yeah. in the core of it. Whereas this, like, yeah, you know, I'll say it. Like, I, I, this is my last issue of this. I am now dropped yeah. of GLC. Yeah. Until until there's a, another shift in creative. Um, yep. It's a shame, because again, it's it's another book that's not bad, it's just bland. Yeah. And, yeah, and but which, you know, a year ago might have been acceptable. Mm. But in this current lineup, well, it's, this whole thing. Like, it's not. Whatever he has planned, is it so magnificent you couldn't, you know, take him off of it and have him come back later? You know, like writers do that all the time. Yeah, you know, I just this is a, the opportunity to refresh the Green Lantern. I mean, that's what they're doing with Green Lanterns. You're getting Baz and Jessica Cruz, and here you're just gonna keep redoing everything. We get Sinestro back, doing what Sinestro does, and I just, ugh. I just, I don't understand why Sinestro. Why not do something different? Do something new. Yep. 
Like, actually be a hero and keep order. In Even the just show me some of this stuff with Sarnik. Yeah. Like, give, give that some stuff. I don't know why. He was yeah. an old man. It, it felt like he'd moved on. Or at yeah. least g give the scenes that he has in this issue to, like, showing that change of opinion. Like, why is he changing yeah. his mind about this? Why is he doing this now? Uh, yeah. Give us that arc, but... But, no, they can't. Um, yeah, so is this the first thing all three of us are dropping? Is, is, is this completely dropped? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, that, that's the thing. Even At least with Red Hood, I can go, well, I don't really know what this book is like, so I can try that. This, this is the first actual I, issue. That's it. Just think, though. I made... Yeah. Ju just think, though. Red Hood's actually surviving longer than another book because Connor's written one more issue. <laughs> Well, well, it's two issues of both. It's a rebirth and one yeah, issue. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. So. Yeah, we did that with this. I mean, I'd already made up my mind on Red Hood, and I'd made up my mind on this as soon as I saw Vin Diddy's name. You know? Pretty so much, but we gave it a shot. We, we tried yeah. it. And... The old college try. So, that's uh, Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern Core, issue one. Uh, so, that'll take us on to Nightwing, mm -hmm. issue one, which... Um, now, I won't spoil it, but the I needed the scene in this of Dick and Barbara on the bridge. That that's, That scene alone, like... I mean, the rest of the issue was bad. The rest of the issue was great. There was great stuff throughout. Uh, Dick's voice is down great. There was a lot of fun. But the scene on the, the, the bridge with Dick and Babs was like... Oh, this is the heart. This is having them like talk about their relationship again... And even that, even that funny, like it was almost like a Joss Whedon uh, scene changing like joke, where yeah. like he says, "Oh, I need to go meet uh, Babs before I leave for Russia," mm -hmm. and Damien's like, "Oh, you gonna gonna date with Barbara, right?" Yeah. And he's like, "No, it's not a date." And then it cuts to the bridge, and he's there in a suit, mm -hmm. and he's yeah. like, "It's not a date." And then Babs, equally adorable, is like, "Yeah, this isn't a superhero thing," <laughs> like. Should I go change? Like, like I love yeah. it. I love their chemistry in this scene, and I needed this. I needed this after that stupid fucking Killing Joke movie, which I won't spoil. But if you know the controversy, you'll know what scene I'm talking about and why it upset yeah. me. It's uh. nice that we've had two books this week where where Barbara's an actual character. Yeah, it's great. And not just you know fawning over something just because. And and now here she's not in it very much, but when she is, she they make the most out of it. Yeah, like she has great chemistry with Dick. It really speaks to their relationship. I'm glad that this is a thing going forward now that we know they have feelings for each other. Even if they don't do the whole couple thing, even if we don't... Yeah. like This can be a constant thing that's there in the background that they have this connection. Even, yeah. I think that was showing up every so, like, so often in the New 52 towards the end, like in, uh, in Grayson. I know she showed up in the annual. Oh, yeah. had that whole thing. That was really yep. cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fun... Uh, Dick shouting advice while Damien's training with Batman and uh, Batman gets punched because they're, Dick distracts. They're really giving Batman the Didio treatment here because everyone's taking shots at him. But you know what the great thing is? Is that Batman can take it. Yeah. He can withstand every blow you, th blow you throw at him. It doesn't really yeah. matter. Which is the great thing about it. Um, also, Damien's still playing Cheese Viking. I need to play this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not real. Two of my favorite things. It's not real, Matt. What? Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, not yet, true. Someone will make it. So you're telling me I've played Space Paranoids from Tron, but I can't play... 
Cheese Viking? This as, is horse shit. As of yet, there's no Cheese Viking. Maybe you can play Volgar <sighs> the Viking, Viking, although I believe that's shit hard, but yeah. you can give that a go. Uh, now, stuff I really like from this scene, though, is uh, Batman being like, Jesus, dick, stop asking me for things. You're your own man. You don't need me to tell you how to yeah, do everything. Yeah, but this is where I have issues, because Batman... Oh. Uh-oh. Batman is, like, notoriously trying to help. And now when someone needs help, he's like, hey, you're on your own. Well, no, I don't see it quite like that, because he's, he's not actually asking for help. He's not Like, if Dick needed Batman's help in a fight, because the odds are too stacked, Batman yeah. would be there minute one. But for me, this isn't that. For This is like this is Dick being unsure of himself and saying, is this okay? Is, is this, like, is this going to work? Yeah, see, I just feel like there should be that parental relationship or see, even older brother. When you, you just know? said, oh, Batman tries to help, I think this is him trying to help. He's trying to help yeah. Dick realize that he doesn't need him because well, he's, yeah, he's aware pushed- of that. Well, he's pushing him out of the nest, and I get all that. It's just his attitude about it where he had Dick go undercover in a spy ring to find out what's been going on. And he comes to him just for some a little bit of advice, and he's like, yeah, you're in your, you're in your own man. You know? So, which I'm sure he's not going to leave him hanging in the future, but I just felt like the characterization was extra dickish and not in the good Dick to Grayson be fair, way. To be fair, he did just get punched in the face because of Dick. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. So by, by his twelve-year-old son. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah thirteen now. Perspective. Yeah, little grudge. He's a little pissed at him right now. So, um, nah, nah, I'll, you also can see it is Dick getting revenge on him for knocking his teeth out in the Court of Owl stuff. That's true. That's true. Yeah, so. uh, don't get me wrong. The Batgirl scene was definitely the highlight of the issue, but that's yeah. I enjoyed oh, that I, too. I love this issue. The whole yeah. thing. with Setting up a new villain in Raptor. Yeah, Raptor, who's... Not a villain, but an antagonist. Yeah, so to encapsulate the plot here, Dick's undercover, uh, pretending that he's doing the bidding of the Parliament of Owls, but he's secretly kind of working on the inside to eventually take them down. But he's assigned a partner by them called Raptor for this mission in uh, Moscow that he basically does himself, and then Raptor shows up and, like, starts fighting him at the end. And... uh, taunts him and says all things and makes fun of him because he's got a he's got a souvenir for Barbara which by the way was also really sweet like I, I like seeing that and then him like grabbing it so that it didn't get smashed in the fight yeah also really cool uh, but yeah I, Raptor's a dick seriously like not not yeah. he's not he's not the dick he is a dick yeah and I'm I'm feeling that Grayson's giving the old rope a dope here mm. because he's taking him off his game because there's no way a, a kick or a punch to the gut drops him like that you know yeah so what was he calling because i'm a a, a pining impotent virgin like yeah virgin all right that's a normal insult to throw at someone but impotent (laughs) yeah no he's he's a a a twitter troll because you know Uh, that's the type of shit that gets thrown around there it's pretty inventive though to be fair if you're coming up with an insult on the spot in a fight yeah not gonna lie it's not bad impotent that's just that's yeah also i like personal uh, i like grayson saying that uh you know uh, a group of owls is actually called a parliament you mm. know and he's I, like it, it's like I, a murder of crows i did not know that i've learned something from this issue i did yeah. too yeah well he's also i like when he names other groups of birds and they're not as intimidating <laughs> he's like oh i gotta go take out the gaggle of geese yeah you know which is so. funny because, you know, owls themselves are probably some of the, the least, like, you know, 
Social. You're scared of you're scared of a hawk coming down and you know or a, you know something big like that. I'm afraid of all birds, Pete. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no, like no, if you if you get a, if you get like a budgie, you can hit that with a baseball bat quite happily. <laughs> Again, we know Pete does all his weekends now. <laughs> I, I think what he does is he hits them with the baseball bat, and the cats yeah. have to leap up and get them. <laughs> it's yeah. birds ball. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sort of version of fetch. The cats quite enjoy it. Yeah. Cats quite enjoy and it. And they yeah. get a tasty I, snack. Yeah, but no, I really love this issue because it balance. It's it feels like Grayson continued. It's got the humor. It's got the action. It's got stakes. It's, so, it's someone who felt like Grayson partly partly because uh, convergence, partly because I'm not big on spy stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of a roadblock for me. Uh, mm. I really like this issue as well. I thought like, I liked the voices in the rebirth issue. But of course, it was dealing with a lot of like cleanup, you know, a lot of house cleaning yeah. of stuff that was sort of like still left over from Grayson. Uh, this issue, um, I was fully on board with and really enjoyed. I, th- I think it is a really great issue because, like Matt said, it is just feel like Grayson for those of us who read it and enjoyed it. But it just feels like Nightwing, how it should yeah. be for people who didn't. It does both excellently. Yes, yeah. it feels like Dick Grayson, and he's in the black and blue, and yep. he's. So, no, uh, great. So, that's Nightwing, issue one, and that leaves one final book to talk about, and that is Titans, issue one, and it feels, this is the thing, this is the first monthly book we've had a second issue of, and it yeah. feels so long. Like an eternity. Because we're so used to these double shipping books now with all the other ones. I feel yep. spoiled. Like, yeah. Just, I got so used to it, and it's like, oh, this is what it's usually like. So... <laughs> Titans issue one, uh, written by Dan Abnett and art by Brett Booth. We get two or three pages uh, just recapping everything, just in case, because that is an issue one. So just in case you've not read the rebirth and you've not read whatever, uh, Matt's offended uh, by that for some reason. But for the audio people, you got up and left there. Uh, but anyway, uh, so recapping things. Although I'll give you a couple of little tidbits that you didn't get before, like the moment where he changed his suit, which was a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he actually made a point of doing that, um, but it all, it all counts down to him saying I'm Wally West, I'm the fastest man alive, and we get the big title page where it says the Return of Wally West Part One. And I'm like, yeah, that's a that's a good title for an arc. Yep. Um, but no, I really enjoyed this issue as well. Um, I think if you're a fan of Wally, particularly the fact that uh, Lilith tries to get into his head, because that you know that's her power, she can go into yeah. his telepath. Uh, she's in his head. She's like, right, clear, clear your mind. Uh, let me try and see if I can find more clues to who like did all this, who erased their minds, and all that. And it just goes to that full page where he almost looks slightly embarrassed. And she's like, "Who's Linda Park?" Yeah, and yeah, I'm a bit like, of a grin, don't you? Yeah, and I'm like, "Yes, they're bringing up Linda this quickly. This is fantastic. Like they're they're not pulling punches here." Um, so no, I really like this and him explaining it and all that. And I really like that we actually jump over to Linda and that Linda's actually going to be a supporting character, at least for this first arc. Yep. And she's really and she really brings she brings up the stuff that happened in that rebirth one shot. She's like, This guy appeared out of nowhere, he said his name is Wally West. He said we yeah. were together once. It was weird. I don't know. But I'm trying to be a journalist, so me like scooping this yeah. story will probably be a big deal. So damn it, I'm finding out who this fucker is. Like yeah. so I like how she differentiated that she's, you know, She's a writer. She's trying to be a journalist, but right now she's a blogger, which is like just below everything else, hmm. you know. So she's. I like that it showed her character there. That she is striving for more, 
And, you know, she isn't a fully formed Linda Park that we all know. But yeah. you feel like she's yeah, give it a little she, bit of time. We'll get she can we like. get there. I feel yeah. like the moment she remembers, when she gets that spark where mm-hmm. she remembers everything, she'll basically just turn into Linda Park that we, we yeah. knew. Um, she and be really upset about her kids, though. She, she is, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but again, we 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 will get to that. Maybe the next event, we'll we'll get the kids back. <laughs> Maybe we'll work on it. Uh, but that so that that stuff really uh, tugged at the heartstrings, and I really like that they're uh, dealing with that. Uh, Arsenal and uh, Donna Troy got a little action scene yep. where they go off and try and find some intel, so they know where to go. Uh, but meanwhile, Lilith keeps trying to dig into Wally's brain. Also, I love the fun nature of this book. Uh, Arsenal bringing pizza back in, and like yeah. Wally using his super speed to go grab a slice and come back and still talk to Lilith without yeah. like pausing, uh, yeah. was really great. See here, here's a superhero who I can see eating in costume, and it's not stupid. Like yeah. Wally West, I can see eating some pizza, in costume. This is the problem. I don't see Batman eating either. <laughs> So, like, he's... No, I see him eating, but I see him eating in, like, a suit at a dining table with, like, candles. You don't, you don't see him eating. You always see him slapping food away from Alfred. Like, go yeah. away. I don't want this Alfred's shit. always trying to feed him, and he ain't having yeah. him. Because he's got his, you know, protein bars in the... the, the yeah, exactly. Bit. You yeah. know, it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost buying that Batman just got, like... He's built it into the suit that it just, like, puts it in his skin... Like, I can, yeah, I can all believe he's developed like you know the the meal pills. Yeah, he just lives <laughs> on those. And, that's, and he's just sitting on them because we're not worthy of it yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Lilith digging, and then she's like, "Wait, I think I found something. Something that I wasn't supposed to. Uh, we have to go to Keystone right now." And I'm intrigued. I'm like, "What is she uncovered? Like, what's going on here?" Um, and then we get this really cool, like, like four pages at the end that. Brings out uh, Abracadabra, like he shows up and he transports this like kid's birthday party to the moon, and they all, all of them almost die because they're in space for like you know five seconds. To be fair, he wanted to go to space for his birthday. True, he he did. (laughs) Abracadabra gave it to him. Careful Uh, what you wish for. Yeah, but I really like this. I like that it's a flash villain, one that Wally dealt with, and I like that, like. We've got Linda. This feels like the Wally West book with the rest of the Titans like supporting. Yeah. I, I was going to say that as well. It also feels intrinsic links to Flash because while we're doing the Linda, you see the stuff about the lightning storm. Mm. Yeah. It's like it, it feels very much uh, like a partner book to that. Yeah. The, it, which the, is great. It's all, the universe is all connected again. Yeah. You know, so that's good. And it's great. And I'm, I'm all for Abracadabra. And <laughs> this is. Mr. Hocus Pocus. What was I thinking? What yeah. I yeah, think it's got humor bit, to it. And my favorite bit with Abracadabra is when they come back from space, and it's like, yeah. yeah, you weren't gonna die. How can you tell people if you're dead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is also good. just shows me that the Flash villains, like, yeah, there's a like you have Zoom, who's nuts, and you know, I can't think of some of the other ones, but like the rogues themselves, it's it's very much cops and robbers with them that they're playing their part. Uh, uh, the Flash will play theirs. I love that he was triggered because like the secrets in Molly's mind and like Lilith found it and it like did this. I also I love the line uh, when he, when he first pops back up. He's like, "Yes, I'm fine. In fact, I just remembered something. It all came back in a flash." Yeah, like like he's remembering stuff which, proper now. Which who put him there? 
Yeah, that's a good question. That's a very good know? question. And also, don't forget, Abracadabra is from the future, so it's not actual magic, it's technology that we haven't developed yet. Yeah, it was. Although there was, at one point, he did get actual magic from yeah. someone, uh, was that a demon or something? I can't remember. Yeah. But, so I don't know if, is he actually using magic now? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't originally. Know. It's hard to tell, to be honest. Yeah, because originally, yeah, he came from the future and he was just using really advanced scientist stuff to make it look like he was using magic, but then he did actually get magic from someone. So, right, and then you add that into Mr. Twister and whatever that was that was trying to be summoned yeah. throughout but, Titan's Hunt. But if it's tied to Wally, hopefully he's out for vengeance and this all yeah. builds for a nice arc. And I'm still pissed that this is only once per month. Uh, <sighs> it's so infuriating. But that was, that was fun. I mean... I think if I've got some negatives, yeah, the art's kind of hit and miss because it's Brett Booth. It's Brett Booth. It's but, acceptable, you know, though. Yeah, you can do way worse than right now than what he's doing. Yeah. It could be rushed, Brett, Brett Booth. It's never offensively bad. No. So, no, no, I enjoyed that. Um, I, I, I don't think it was too high on the rankings, which we're about to get to. Yeah. But the fact that our standards like so good that we have like seven that are all really good and then two that are kind of obviously... This is a fucking hard week. It is a hard week. And with that said, we're about to do top fives. So, would anyone like to try and go first? Uh, I will, just because before I do my top five, I want to throw out, people should be reading Dr. Fate. It's awesome. It didn't rebirth, but it took the rebirth sensibilities with the, like, adding in old Dr. Fate, and it's cool as shit. Read it. But... Okay. okay. Dr. Strange Jace. There's there's two fates, so it's cooler. Major Jace. (laughs) Right. Get to it, Ginger. Yeah, I'm getting there. Number one, I'm going to go with Nightwing, because it's just just too awesome. Uh, Second, I'm going to go Batgirl. Third, Flash. Fourth, Detective. Fifth, Wonder Woman. Right. Cool. Cool. It's, it's hard, you know. After after one, like three, yeah. three, like two through five, there are a bit like, yeah, I could change them again. All right, uh, Matt. Yeah, this is a tough week because, like Pete was saying, the bottom two are really noticeable. Uh, but coming up with the top five, so I'm gonna put Nightwing at the top two because I love that book, and then Batgirl because Albuquerque and art, and I love Albuquerque, and then. This is this was good. Wonder Woman. I'll go because that was fantastic. Um, I'll have to go Detective and then Action. So look at that. Wow. Okay. Um, ah. I I'm also going to put Nightwing issue one in the top spot. Uh, I'm also going to put Batgirl in second place, so that's like one and two is the match between all three of us. And it, it was really <laughs> because I think we talked Nightwing. Uh, so much later than Batgirl, because you could, I could swap those at one and two. So, uh, I maybe could. I, I think it was the scene yeah. in the roof for me that yeah. sends Nightwing going to, sense. going to number one. Uh, number three, I would also go with Flash. So I'm matching Connor so far, which is a really icky feeling. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, and then Detective. Oh, oh. You gotta make the fifth one, unless you know you might become Ginger if you match up. I know. But he kind of wants to, doesn't he? I know, he does. It's his list making. He is the list master. Honestly, I can all... Uh, Integrity of the list, Pete. It has to be Wonder Woman. 
This is painful. Why did it match corners exactly? I don't. Yeah. Oh dear, dear, dear. Not, oh not... my god, that's the first time we've had point for point crossover. Yeah. Not not to this um, action or Titans. Yeah, that's uh, that's the thing. I feel like so. I could have had Flash on my list instead of action, but I like the stuff that happened in action so much. Yeah. So yeah. it was a solid week for comics, barring Hal Jordan and Fred Hood. Yeah. yeah, I really like both of those, but Flash for me, it was my favorite issue yet by far. Yeah, it I agree. Kind of bumps that. it up like an extra slot, maybe. I think it's the best issue yet as well. I think, I think, I think action had its best issue yet. I think Flash had its best issue yet. Um, and Wonder Woman is debatable, but like certainly as a whole, like there's a lot of good stuff there. So that leaves me to tell you what's coming next week. Uh, when Connor's not here. Hold on to your butts. Um, so next week we have two new books once again. We have Harley Quinn issue one and we have Suicide Squad Rebirth issue one. So a lot of Harley next week. Um, so we'll see how that fares with us. And on top of that, of course, we also have Aquaman issue four, Batman issue four, Green Arrow issue four, Green Lanterns issue four, Justice League issue two, Nightwing issue two, uh, that's switching to the other Weird. batch a week, so because of that, we actually get two issues of that in a row. Getting a double dose of the dick. Yeah, yeah. double dose of dick. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm tempted to call it something, I'm not going to. It's, I, 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 I it's, it's poor taste, it's poor taste, I'm not going to do it. Uh, and then, of course, uh, wrapping up is Superman issue four. So we have nine books again next week. Exciting stuff. So, a lot of good things there. Um... Are we excited for Harley and Suicide Squad? No. Yes. And somewhat no. Um, I'm, 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 I'm weirdly kind of... I'm not against them, but I'm not for them. I am completely neutral on these. They have every possibility to impress me or I disappoint really me. I really liked what I've read of Harley of the last... I've read like the first 15 issues out of the 30. I'll probably catch up the rest of them this week. Right, okay. But I really like it, so I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Suicide Squad is like, eh, maybe. I've never been someone who's typically read a like ongoing Harley book, so I'll see if it ends up being fun. If they play with it in the right way, uh, cool. It does have the danger of just feeling like uh, DC's Deadpool, and if it feels like DC's Deadpool, that will be when I quickly. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the most I ever like Harley is when she's with Catwoman in Poison Ivy. Oh, I definitely agree like, with that. Gotham City Sirens by Dini was great, mm-hmm. and then even when Harley you pops up and stuff in 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 Sirens isn't that bad. Shh. Oh dear. Oh dear. Shh. Don't say the name. I know. It's like Beetlejuice; he'll appear, and you don't want that. No. <laughs> I don't know. If but you make him appear, you can kill him. Don't don't. Uh, d- 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 once that genie's out, you can't cork it back in. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Well, I but, think I think that ultimately. Uh, wrap up episode 10 of comics from the multiverse this has been episode 10 uh, so thank you everyone who's been watching and are listening we appreciate it a lot as always let us know what you thought of the books if you're on youtube in the comments below i do always enjoy reading um everyone else's thoughts and what they're liking and stuff uh, you can also tweet at us at mailed underscore fuzz and you can uh, email us mailedfuzz at gmail.com I have to think about what the other option of contact was there. <laughs> Obviously uh, there's the Facebook group we mentioned earlier. Yeah, yep. Facebook group mailed fuzz. Uh, just, there's not an easy to find web link, it's just a, a bunch of shit code. So just go to Facebook, search mailed fuzz, you can see my name is the administrator, really obvious that it's us. So uh, yep. dive in there, it's a nice private group for private comics talk and other stuff 
Uh, I mean, that's a lot more ominous and weird than it, it should have. Uh, I didn't mean it to, but there it is. Uh, we'll take a second to plug our friend Tim Vergulich's Kickstarter for his comic veterinary clinic. It's a horror comic, if you like, uh, humans and animals bonding in a horror setting, it should be for you. It's also worth mentioning that it officially passed its goal this week, so it's definitely happening uh, if you're if you're someone who's like, ah, I don't know if I want to back in case it falls through. No, it's happening, so go and back it, give them some more money and enjoy it. Uh, you can find that on Kickstarter. That's Veterinary Clinic. So, um, a Veterinary Clinic, I see my... I, I, I sort of mumbled it the first time. I'm just... Making, making sure it's clear for everyone at home. Alright. Uh, and if you are listening to this, uh, we're out in the move and the audio version, that's cool too. Uh, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe, all that jazz. Um, if you're not at home uh, listening to it, if you're out and about, that's fine. If you're exercising, that's fine. If you're driving, that's fine. If you're playing Pokemon Go, that is not fine. This is not a Pokemon no, no. Go sanctioned podcast. It's more than fine. Go out, catch something cool. I have some stupid Zubat today. I was pretty. Oh, no, we're not doing this. Annoying. We're not fucking doing this. Shut your mouths. So we're right, not I got doing cool this. Shit ponytail. We're not doing this. Oh, I caught like four of those. It's fine. Well, they're rare by me. Yeah. <laughs> you this... think they'd be more uh, because like you're, there's a lot of gingers where you are and they've red fire hair, so. Well, it's too much competition. Anyways. This has been Comics from the Multiverse, episode ten. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And always remember, guys, never get caught in the speed force. Long live the Legion.